Meanwhile, at the White Keep on Krakoa. Honestly, I'm a little insulted that it's taken you this long to invite me. Word is spread, Emma. There's no hiding the mutant miracle you have running your kitchen. Speaking of, Saucier here is a gift. Ask him. He will tell you. And if you doubt him, he will threaten you with dirt. Oh, ho, ho. if I feed you dirt, Miss Frost, you will eat dirt, and then you will be <laughs> thanking me for it. Tonight, however, if you eat lobster, he died for you from his death. I have resurrected him as a dish so succulent that you, in fact, might die from indulgence. But do not fear. This is Krakoa. This is Krakoa. And there is worse ways to die. <laughs> well, let's put the man to the test, shall we? Oh. I know. Oh. Oh my uh, god, that's. Oh! I know, right? To die for. Mmm. Mm. Oh, oh my god. Mmm. Oh, one more. Eric? Eric! Oh god. Eric, I. Uh, these gl- I, I can't Heimlich you, Eric. These gloves. Eric, oh, please. It's Everything's white in here. You're wearing white. Just please uh, keep it inside. Uh, Welcome to episode 140 of Comic Book Queer's Colon Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and uh, with me, as always, is Evil Jeff. Hi. Evil Jeff? Hey. Oh, there he is. Hi. Yeah, what a great scene. What a great scene from Giant Size Magneto. It's a one shot. It's written I'd by like Jonathan a, Hickman. It's drawn I'd like by a Ramon giant Perez. Size Magneto. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, well, welcome, everybody. Um, we're going to talk about some uh, geeky things today. Um, but first, why don't we dive into some hot topics, shall we? Sure. What do you got in here? Oh, hot, hot topics. Yeah. So I wanted to bring a hot topic to the table okay. that uh, Strike Force has been canceled. Teeny Howard Strike Force. Well, fuck everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's all. And then I also wanted to say that um, on the other end of the spectrum, something has been created. We've seen the Ten of Swords promo covers. Yes, yes. Let's uh, go ahead and start uh, bringing those up because those are kind of amazing. Uh, which one do you want to talk about first? Oh, my God. Uh, so many. Let's talk about, well, the Cable one has got Cable with a sword and Cyclops and Jean Grey. So it's more family time, I think. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, we've got Excalibur. We've got Betsy Braddock fighting her twin brother, Brian. I'm so here for that. So I guess, that. Is, he ev- is he evil again? Like, what? Is- I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know. But isn't it that he didn't want to use the sword because, or he had the sword and she has the amulet? That's how it works. She's got the sword. She gave him back the sword. And then I gotta she, reread that I thought shit. she has the amulet and he has the sword. Oh no, she always had the amulet. But yeah, then yeah, he's yeah. like, keep the sword away from me because it's making me violent or something like that. Yeah, he's like, you've always fancied swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember back in, um, remember the horrible incest scene in um alan moore's <laughs> captain britain run no 
when uh, the Nazi Captain Britain takes over, Brian takes over oh. Brad Raddick and tries to rape Pitsy. He, he tries to get a little, yeah. But you don't realize yes. it, so like you're just reading the comic and suddenly he just starts kissing her and she's like, no! He's like, yes. And you're like, what? God, yeah, that that's a, a... That was a very dark... It's <laughs> an alternate Brian, but isn't it still one that's a brother to a Betsy Braddock? Gross. That's when Be- Betsy just fucking... And then she kills him. Good. Fuck that guy. Anyway, so that's what we're dealing um, with. So they have issues. <laughs> they do have issues. Um, so do, evidently, Doug Ramsey and Ileana Rasputin, because they're dueling on the cover of new mutants now and we've learned in the nightcrawler one which really wasn't about nightcrawler it was really about those two mm-hmm. the nightcrawler giant size what was the secret he learned or she learned his secret she, she learned warlock. his secret about warlock so do yeah. you think that is do you think that's the tension between those two warlock i go back to that panel where xavier first brought dougie to krakoa uh-huh. and he had his warlock arm and he touched some leaves yeah, and they turned techno organic. Okay. I like, I wonder if warlock has got kind of is like, uh, is a deeper cut on Krakoa than we think he is. Like, I, I think is warlock mattering more Yeah, than we know he does. I just want to say that. Is that her? Is she? What? Is, oh, okay. It's just like an image shoot and the image. It's like, is that her sword, or the whole thing, her sword with their faces reflecting in it? I'm looking at the she's image. Tearing the, she's tearing the page with her, by dragging her sword. Oh, okay. I thought for some reason that was like a superimposed like perspective angle. That was her sword. And I was like, that's not drawn right. <laughs> yeah, it's not. So it's drawn right. Okay, okay. And then Doug is holding that sword like really badly. Yeah, he's like, he seems, well, it, like the art's wimp. good, though, because, well, I mean, isn't that what Dougie's going to act like if he's taking on Ileana? Yes, but I'm still- In a sword think, fight? But but, but no, but remember, uh, remember uh, Necrotia? Where he Doug could, like, Ramsey, fight anyone? Where Doug Ramsey could learn the, lar- yeah, the art not. of any language, including we're fighting. Not, we're not doing that, Doug. <laughs> we just forgot that's, about that. That's clearly not that, Doug. <laughs> I miss um I miss the who's the writer that did Daredevil? Charles Soul, we hate him. We do hate him, but we like that run. I miss the Charles sure. Soul mm. like bearded Doug with an internet. Edition. I wouldn't I wouldn't want that to be Doug Doug though. I mean that was like a cute phase Doug went through, but like I wouldn't want that to be the character. I mean maybe I do. Maybe I do. I just love Dougie so much. Current mm. Dougie, like Dawn of X Dougie. Maybe Doug and Rain should get together. Ooh. Because she felt so bad when he died. This is like... Oh, wait. Other hot topics. The New Mutants are going to have a panel during Comic-Con at home. Oh, I saw a thing for that. Is there like a new uh, clip of it? There's a new trailer, and they're going to do a live panel as part of Comic-Con at home. Do you think they're going to announce... That it's going to be on the TVs. Do you think it'll be announced that it's on Disney Plus or something? If they just release it on Disney Plus, like That'd when awesome. Comic Con happens, I will shit my pants. We're gonna we'll do a whole episode ju- when that finally comes out. 
We're going to do a whole episode of that <laughs> fucking thing. Um, I have a hot topic. What? Uh, and I forgot that this was happening, but it's still on. Is you remember one of my favorite uh, comics is Robert Kirkman's Invincible. Sure. And they are making a full animated TV show out of it. Nice. And it stars Stephen Yun as Mark Grayson and oh. Sandra Oh is playing his mother. <gasps> so they're making like his character Asian. I hope, I think. I think it would be That's weird great. to have two Asians playing it and then have them just be white people. So and I JK mean, Simmons it's good plays, revenge. plays the dad Omni Man. Zazie Beats, I oh. think, is going to be um uh the girlfriend in it. Why Wait a I- minute. Wait a minute. Did you just say it's? I don't know if it is it Zazie or Zazie. Zazie. I've been saying Zazie. It's probably do you mean, Zazie. But you know what? There's Zazie only beats? one Z. But I feel like if it's Zazie, it would be two. It would be Z A. Would be two Z. Zazie. Because like well, Zazie, regardless, but that's awesome. I was. Right? It's great, great because I was in line behind Zazie Beats at my local wine shop a few days ago, <laughs> and See, the guy I, at the front desk. I allowed desk, you to bring this up again. <laughs> the guy at the front desk told me that she lives one block up from me. So. How does he know that? He's like, well, she just lives right over there. And I was like, oh, so do I. What a stalker. He's like, How I was like, does, I he's like, How oh, does she's he like right know there. where she lives? Because she orders from them. Oh, and so he knows the address. I they know like, where I live, too, because my address is in the system. Oh, okay. I thought he was like, she just lives up the block. She's really I followed pretty. her. She's really pretty no. when she showers. No, my point <laughs> is, though, I live in the same neighborhood as Domino. So you need to get on that and you need to plan <gasps> out like bumping into her just how like <gasps> know what it is you need to plan how you met your husband and do it with zazy beats or zazy beats oh my god that's the yeah like i need to find her smoking outside of an office building and then and just, start well, smoking you, how you like accidentally run into her. outside the one across the street yeah, you'll just be um we'll be smoking weed i already have a plan to have a meet cute with my other neighbor neil patrick harris i ew. haven't seen him around though ew I hate Neil Patrick Harris. Why? Because ever since he came out, he's just like the most annoying gay. Precious. And he is, and I am aware of James Franco, but he is the worst host the Oscars ever had. Oh, wow. So bad. Worse than James Franco. At least James Franco wasn't trying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Neil Patrick Harris was trying so hard and bombing so bad i don't know neil patrick harris just um he annoys me well that's my neighbor but you know have a have a swinging like orgy with him i will and (laughs) zazy all right we got to move on we have a lot to cover okay what do you want i want your ex brett (gasps) oh hit it i want your ex Okay, we've got Come on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I feel like I wish we could do that in the the family guy. What's his name? (laughs) Oh, that giggity guy? Ew. I hate that guy. Stop it. I hate that. (laughs) I hate that. I hate when people say giggity. Oh. Giggity, giggity, giggity. That's like when people say, oh, behave. Like oh, Austin. Behave. <laughs> Stop. Um, 
Magneto, giant size X Men. Magneto, giant size. Giant size for giant so, size. Not a lot happened. These giant sizes. Um, I feel like they're just regular comics. Are they long? They're cute. I love them. But are they longer than a regular comic? They're giant size. <laughs> Why? So yeah. I don't feel they're that much longer than a regular comic. So I feel the giant size is like a misnomer. Ooh, I wonder unless what the page count the comic, is. Unless you buy the actual physical comic and it's like it's like 11 by 14 or something. Giant size Magneto. Hold on, I'll tell you how many pages it has in a second. It has, uh, oh, it's it's like 30 pages. Isn't that? That's a regular comic. Isn't a comic book like 32? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. This so is- it's shorter. Yeah, so it's re- can we call it, it's it's regular sized Magneto. Yeah, it's regular size. Oh, look, it's regular size, man. Um, okay, but this is can I? I, I just want to say, and this is so. This we find out it features three characters mainly, and that I died Magneto, when I got to the cast page. Yay, Emma Frost. Hurrah. Yay, and we love Namor. And I'm just like I don't I don't care. Why? I just don't care. I hate Aquaman and I hate Namor. I hate the sea, bro. But like and Namor and mermaid. Emma no, it's, are I fucking. Like Namor and Emma are fucking? Yeah, they have been for years. Has that been confirmed or are you just like... Mm-hmm. No, there's like multiple mentions of it. They okay. ha- they've had an they've had a torrid affair in the past, but not right now. They aren't, or are they? No, I mean, but she'll still. I mean, they'll still fuck, right? Like nothing's well, yeah. stopping them. They're yeah. just they're just busy. She's like, hey, if Jean's if, if Jean and Scott are gonna have their happy happy, yeah, she'll get me, hers. I'm gonna get mine. Yeah, I mean, and let's not forget she's gonna marry t- uh, Tony Stark in whenever that's gonna happen. Wait, what? Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's um in. The history of the Marvel Universe, when they cut to the future, what? they mention a bunch of things, and they mention the wedding of Tony Stark, Tony Stark, and Emma Frost. Yeah, oh yeah, that's coming. I never. That's happening. I stopped reading it because it was stupid. Oh no! They like they go into future things that are happening, and like they mention Empire, and one of them is the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost. Is that going to happen in the Empire X Men run? I don't think Empire, but I think it's a story after. What? Sometime. The thought of like Emma Frost and Tony Stark having like tit for tat and then hating each other and then their hatred just they start making out. You know, I love that shit, Brett. Yeah, I am 100 percent here for that. It's Namor stuff, though. It's just Namor's just. Oh, Namor. Yeah, but that's for, for that. I was hoping for something more, I guess, for me. So basically, here's what's going on. Magneto is looking for an island. And so we now know he's looking for an island, but who owns this island? And who wants the island? We find out that Emma wants the island. These are excellent questions. And Namor owns the island. So why Emma couldn't just ask him while she was sucking his dick? Who knows? Um, Well, Emma needed Magneto to build the thing that Magneto builds at the end. Right, right. That's true. So And then Magneto and Namor go on a little adventure where he needed his mag- magnetic powers and a seafaring was, adventure yes yeah, so yeah. then there was basically uh uh indiana jones and the last crusade uh yes uh, you've chosen wisely mermaid moment of choose this wisely um and 
Yeah, and so then, so okay, I want to ask you this: what's what was the point of this? What well, we don't know yet. I think this is set up for something. But one thing we should mention is that when Namor and Magneto do go on this sea adventure, and they do go on the like choose wisely Indiana Jones pick the object thing with all these weird mer witches, they get a key. And they're like, do we know what this key does? No, I don't know. And then at the end, you see that Magneto has the key on him. Like, here's my question. Why didn't Namor take the key? Like, and why did Namor want to get in there in the first place? Did he just want to see what it was? Yeah, he's like, oh, it's just these ugly sea hags. So he's like, all right, cool. Never mind. Take the key. Anyway, Magneto has the key, which is so weird. And that's the thing is, why does Emma need this island? And what was the building that she was building? And was this is this a secret from Xavier? Like, why? Oh, well, we don't know yet. It's definitely a setup for something. I have a theory. Um, I think there's a big clue. Uh, so basically, Namor gives Magneto the island. Magneto then builds this structure for Emma but he still has that fucking key. That's what's driving me crazy. Anyway. You think it's something for the Kitty? Stru- the structure he builds is, it looks like a big building. Um, it's got a giant sentinel head on it, which is my big context clue. In the beginning, what does Emma say to Magneto in the beginning at dinner? Like what's, she kind of gives a hint into her motivation. Something about, the narrative, um, she says, I've learned from watching how humanity is reacting to what we are doing. And well, I have an idea. So she's doing something about how humanity is just outraged and terrified that Krakoa is a thing. Is she making a theme park? I think close. I think it's a museum. <laughs> oh. I think it's a history museum. And I'll, I'll do you one better. I think it's the Catherine Pride Mutant History Museum. Oh, they, when are they going to fucking bring her back to life? I'm. Oh my god! Stuff. Like tomorrow? Hurry up! Not till after X of Swords, a Ten of Swords, I'm sure. So she's not in any of the promotions for Ten of no! Swords. No. Bring that bitch back! You can't be like, hey, here's a book with Kitty Pride in it, and then you kill her off in the eighth, in the seventh issue, and not bring her back. <laughs> I can't handle it, Brett. Not neither can I. Neither can I. Um, but that being I. said, it was just kind of like I don't know. I want something. I think here's the thing: is I'm I'm suffering from like you can't. Everything was just so intense with House of X and Powers of Ten, yeah, and that the beginning of all these new books that now I'm I'm getting a little like my my bar is set so high. That if I'm not, my mind isn't blown, then I'm pissed off. When I still have to appreciate that this is still what I'm reading is better than a lot of the stuff from years, oh, the yeah. past like 10 years. So I need to like remember that, but I'm still kind of like, yeah, 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 whatever. Get to like the fun stuff, get to the crazy stuff. I want more. Where's Ten of Swords is coming. That's going to be the Where fun stuff. Where's Moira? <laughs> Moira will absolutely factor into Ten of Cards. She might even be that classified Did you say lady. Ten of Cards? Uh, Ten of Swords. Sorry, I was thinking about the tarot cards. I was thinking about the tarot cards that had the, like, did you see the free comic book day issue? Yeah. Yeah. It was in print only, so unless you went to a comic book store, I doubt you saw the free comic book day issue that came out last week. Um, I didn't read it. 
I think I saw it. Anyway, it's a big Ten of Swords preview, and it's got like so much shit. And does anything interesting happen? It's tarot card based. Um, no, they just preview. I don't know. I don't really know much about it because there wasn't a digital. I didn't read it. So oh, you didn't read it either. Okay, that's fine. no. I saw little panels of it though on Twitter. Oh. People took they took pictures. <laughs> People took pictures of their comic books and put them up on Twitter. But that's a picture. Do you know that? That's an X Men quote. Do you know which X Men quote that's from? But that's a picture. But no. But that's a picture. Spelled. P I T C H E R. <laughs> no, said what is by that? a little kid. What is that? It's when Colossus rejoins the X Men and follow the mutants, and he's like in London, and this, and he's like drawing the X Men, and then this little kid sees him, and then he's like, "I oh, love yeah. the X Men," and then Colossus turns to turns into a steel form and the kid's scared and he's like, "But why are you scared of me now? You loved him when you saw this." And yeah, goes, that's a picture. That's a picture. Okay, I have this. This is the thing. I can't remember anybody's name, but I remember yeah. that from like issue two seventeen. How could you not? It's so good. It's great. I'm like, I don't need to know your name, coworker. I need to remember everything <laughs> that happens in X Men comics. Oh, sick. Um, what about um? Other comics. Is there other comics happening in the world? Other comics? Oh, you gotta get a comic. Oh, you gotta get a comic. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get ahead. Brett, what else have you read? Well, there's a big event starting called Empire with a Y. Heard of it? I did. I would rather it? it be Empire with an I with a heart dot. <laughs> <laughs> That's more appropriate. Like Billy, it's about Billy and Teddy. Yeah, yeah. No, um, instead it's like, we're going to build a new empire on this fire. I guess. Okay. Here's my thing. And I'm going to complain about this thing in a later thing. <laughs> this thing in a later thing. In a later thing we're going to talk about. Thing it up thing. Is, I guess for me... It's just, we're now at a point, it's 2020, and just the simple track of, ah, we're evil and we're going to kill everyone and rule the universe is not enough of a motivation for me. So I need nuance. I'm older now. Yeah, I need some more nuance. So I love the idea that the Fantastic Four is like infiltrating kind of, they're now kind of inside the Kree Skrull Alliance fleet. And then the Avengers are on with the, what's it, the Kotati? Kotati. Kotati. Like they're on the side of the moon with the Kotati plant people. And they're all kind of realizing they're there. And they're all discovering that Teddy is the king. And they're like, Teddy, what are you doing? These guys are evil. And Teddy's like, oh, no, I trust them. It's saving lives. I don't know why he's Rodney Dangerfield in this. He's like a gay He looks Rodney just like him. Um, anyway, I, all of that I was into. But you could see right away from what's the what's the the guy who's Mantis's son? What's his name? Koi. What? Koi. Koi. Yeah, Koi. Like it was just so obvious from this. We're like, well, he's clearly evil. Oh, I didn't think it was obvious. I was like, oh, what a twist! What a good twist! The bad oh, guys are good. Just, the good guys are bad. It was just. It seemed like. It just seemed very clear that. Uh, that they were like the way he was like even the panels like everything was set up like he was like hiding something like yes oh I didn't see it coming oh Sequoia 
Anyway, so I, I felt like I saw it coming. And so then he turned evil and all the plant people turned evil. And it turns out... The flowering. The flowering. It all ended the up flowering. being this, like, uh, midsomer, like... <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got their plants coming out the mouths these and days. And so they're actually the bad guys. And the Skrull and Kree are maybe the good guys. And so yeah. and then Tony's like, I didn't know. And if I was Captain America, I'd be like, you fucking piece of shit. We're following your lead, you idiot. Yeah, and like, how about that last issue, like the Avengers, um, Empire Avengers number zero, where Tony was like, this place is the best. Like, this is the most peaceful I've ever felt. These people are the best. They're so good. Ugh, that's, Dummy. How's the egg yeah, on I, your face? I know. How's your, what are these dreams you're having, idiot? Okay, futurist. Yeah, you fucking need to marry Emma Frost because you need someone to slap you in the face and snap you out of it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Uh, for me, the only thing I liked it all. I like the action. I like that, like She-Hulk grabbed something and she's like, "Oh, I can talk normal now." Like that was kind of funny. Um, I know they're like, "We're gonna need her to talk this uh, <laughs> event." So we're gonna undo Jason Aaron's stuff with um. I don't know. How about the resonance of Amber? <laughs> um, my only thing is where it was just like, "We're going to take over the universe." Fuck all of you. We... But I, I was just like, "Why?" Because they're the Avengers. He says, we are the Avengers now. So it's all they're just avenging revenge. that original so it's sin. It's always revenge. Well, I could understand if it was like, well, well then we're going to kill the, the we're going to kill the Kree and the Skrulls. But now they're like, and then we'll take over the universe and rule you all. Ah. I was like, okay, okay. It's called Stakes. Heard of it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the, into this. Yeah. Oh, so you don't like it at all. I'm not into it. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Like, Yeah, that's what I feel. The stakes aren't... It feels early. It feels early for this reveal. Yeah, that's what I mean. So now it's like they shot their load and the load wasn't even that big. It, it got me like in the eye. Trip. Like it just... Yeah, it did, oh, it didn't even get to the eye. It didn't even get past the belly button. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I agree. So I hope maybe it'll be more fun. But then it's like 30 fucking issues. There's like a million. It's like now what is this story going to be about, though? Like constant fighting with the plant people? Pass. I have I my own plants. Thank you. Uh, and then it's like I'm already I'm already angry with the beast fighting plant people. Yeah. I don't need more plant people. Thanks. Uh, and he keeps calling get like the, the Get the people. weed whacker. Who cares about the meat people? The meat people. I'm a meat person. Fuck you. Oh my god, the Shi'ar, we got birds, yeah. we got plants, we got people. I don't know. The only way I can see this being good is if Rogue is in it. Otherwise, I'm like, I don't care. I just really like Rogue. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, we'll keep reading it. Since you know, I don't I don't think I'll read every single thing about it because Ugh, certainly not. I it would be quicker for me to fucking read War and Peace. Thank you. Anyway, did you read anything else, Marvel? Yeah, Marvel. I read Captain Marvel. Marvel, Ooh, number 17. I didn't read that. Is, who's, is, it is, was what's, fun. Is, what's her uh, nerd still writing it? Yeah, that's why I read it. Um, what's her nerd is Kelly Thompson, for those of you who don't listen to this show. Um, art by Francesco Mana. Uh, Pepe Larraz did that cover, so I was like, wait, what's this? And it's a fun little, it's a fun little show. He didn't do the inside, though. But he can do mine. So why is Wolverine? So Wolverine was on the cover. Why is Wolverine? Yeah, because it's poker night. Oh, so is it just like? A, it's just poker night. Like fun. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. That's why I bought it, because I saw the premise was Strip just poker. game night. Uh, no. Um, it's Who Monica Rambeau. Oh, Monica Rambeau. Monica Rambeau. Um, uh, how about uh, Jessica Drew? Heard of her? Yeah. She's awesome. Uh, Jennifer Takeda. Heard of her? Who's that? <laughs> sure you have. That's Hazmat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then um, knock, knock, knock. And Carol Danvers is there, of course. And then knock, knock, knock at the door. It's one Miss Kamala Khan. Ooh. Like her? Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, she's cool. Who wins? So she is morally against gambling. She shows up late. And uh, she's like, she brought all these board games. And they're sitting around. She's like, poker? It's poker? I can't play poker. It's gambling. And they're like, okay, well, what do you want to play instead? So she takes them to an escape room, a New Jersey-themed escape room. Oh, God. But the guy that runs the escape room is like an arcade light. And so he's like, finally, superheroes are here. <laughs> now I can kill them. Yeah, it's cute. Aww. Yeah, it's super cute. Um, and it ends with them escaping the escape room uh, just through powers, not through riddles. And then it ends with them um, going to trivia night together. They go to a, like a pub trivia at a bar and they <laughs> oh but she can hand name... but Kamala can go to the bar she's not opposed oh to right they're like drinking in front of Kamala yeah well gambling's illegal drinking's not you know Is she's not illegal? drinking uh I mean that kind of I mean couldn't they have sure. been like well let's just play for chips <laughs> it's yeah it's Kamala's moral compass it's kind of spinning all over the place truthfully and the team trivia name that they pick is Captain America's butt. Oh no, the answer. They they're all yelling in unison. The an- Captain America's butt. The answer is Captain America's butt. And then Wolverine just goes Captain America's butt. And I'm like, you are so bisexual these days, Logan. It's not even bisexual. It's mutant what sexual. What was the question? I have no idea. I mean, it could have the I best mean, butt. I mean, honestly, if it was something else, I would be like, oh, it's the scene. From Avengers Endgame. But that doesn't exist in that world. That's ass. Right. Said, oh, well, that's true. He does say ass in that? Okay. Who am I talking? You've seen it like 500 times. Hell yeah, I How have. How many times have you seen Avengers Endgame? Have you lost count? Probably. Uh, no, I've probably watched it all the way through five times. Wow. Six times. Five times. We'll say five times. Gay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's fun. Um, it's speaking fun. of gay, though, I read something super gay. What? Uh, two. It's crazy. It's been almost two years since the last issue of this gay comic from Boom by it's, I think it's C.S. Pescott, this female kind of gay writer. Oh, that sounds familiar. It's called Fence. And, yes, Fence. And basically, it's a graphic novel. It's kind of like four. Well, it- it's coming out in graphic issues. novel form now. Yeah, so it's yeah. four large issues. And I just really like it. But the problem is, I'm like, I waited two years for four issues. And it only moves the bar of, like, the plot so far. And I was like, oh, I almost am like, can you just write the book so I can read? <laughs> right. Like, it just, yeah, it's, it's just, just taking too long. Book like, book. I really like it. Yeah. And I want to see where it goes. Because clearly... Mainly, if you don't if you don't remember us talking about it, it takes place in the world of of high school fencing. 
and there's like a poor guy and he's secretly the illegitimate son of a famous Olympic fencer and his illegitimate brother is also the top fencer right now and he gets a scholarship to go to this high school and this hot Asian fencing ace is the other student there but he's cold and icy bitchy and he doesn't have any friends and he hates him so anyway the asian ace fencer and then the illegitimate kid down on his luck poor fencer are forced to room together and of course they hate each other but in this high school everyone is gay everyone is gay i love it that's what i love like there's no straight rules people. there's in terms no of straight love people. And so everybody's dating everyone. So you clearly know that these two guys that hate each other are going to start liking each other. And it's our- Hell yeah. And this, they end up making it on the team. Um, the, the illegitimate kid, I can't remember their goddamn names, of course. Um, the illegitimate kid, he's on the reserve. So he's not like a main player yet. And then the Asian kid is like, he's like the number one player. And so they've already started going to some like pre-qualifying round competitions. And so there's a lot of like, you know, back and forth and battling and fencing. And it goes really into detail about fencing and all of that shit. It's very interesting. But at the same time, their hatred towards each other is melting. And there's a moment where they're in bed, like they're sleeping in the same room. And the other guy's like, no, because we're friends. And the Asian guy's like, I've never had friends before. And it's kind of like this moment where you're just like, oh, they're, they're falling in love. And now the Asian guy's starting to teach him fencing. And he's like holding his arm. And then the other guy's looking oh, like, oh, what is this finally. Like? When you touch me, I feel something weird. So it's like moments oh. and details. But they do meet up with uh, the illegitimate kid's uh, brother. That he, The brother doesn't know that he's the brother. And who's and but apparently he used to sleep with the Asian guy too. Like they apparently used to be boyfriends. <gasps> so anyway, yes. it's fun and it's juicy and it's soap opera and it's all fencing and action, and it's fun. It's just four issues, two years for four issues, and then who knows when we're gonna get more. Right. So I'm just like, it's one of those things where it's so good that I'm just angry of how long it's taken. But I highly Turn it into that. a novel. Turn it into a novel. Yes, because I'm telling you, she wrote The Captured Prince. And if you like enemy to lover novels, it's three novels. I read them, binge read them. And it's just like two warring nations and they're both princes. And the one prince captures the other prince because he killed his brother. And he's like torturing him, but then they like fall in love. Ah! Ah! Um... We need to get into our next segment because then I can talk about a enemy to lover story. Um, okay. But it's, it's not a comic book. It's we'll have to see more. Oh, like TV movie. Hit it. <laughs> Suddenly see more. Standing beside. This is um, our segment about TV and movies and evil Jeff. Wait, have I brought this up already? Because it, it is legit. Like one of the best enemy to lover stories I've seen lately. Well, so, it, it's, well, it's brought up where I told you to watch it, but I didn't talk about it because I wanted us to talk about it. Is it... I'm not talking about that oh. yet, or am I? Oh, but am I talking about... Am I talking about Never Have I Ever? Mindy Kaling's show? No. Um, girl, first of all, it's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Second of all, enemy, uh, enemy to lover, enemy to lover. Is that the one where, like... I just saw the pre there's like one the guy is like insanely 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 hot 
Like yeah, yeah, it was the guy that was in. Yeah, he was uh, in Agents of Shield. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that doesn't help me. <laughs> uh, I know. He was um, in the one you saw. Um, as the high school kid. Yeah, he's actually twenty. His name is Darren Barnett. He's twenty nine years old. And he's playing a high and school. He's playing. Kid. Here's the reason yeah. why I have not watched this. I hate most of what Mindy Kaling has done recently. Okay, so you will not hate this. You will love really? this. Really? All right, I'll watch yes. it. But I have also a problem is that I lately, and I don't know if it's the pandemic, but my boyfriend is hating everything we watch. And it doesn't, and he, when he hates something, he oh, will that makes it horrible. not shut up. But he will not shut up. Literally every second he'll be like, and that's Maybe shot, you should just fuck? watch it yourself. So I think I might have to watch that without him because I have because I took him to see what was the one with Emma Thompson that Mindy Kaling did? Oh, is that the um talk late show? Night, late night? Yeah. I took him to see that and it was almost like he was gonna break up with me. Like every five seconds he would turn to me in the theater and he's like, I hate this. I can't believe this movie. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. I'm awful. Oh, man. This one is really good, though. Because she also really did good. Four Weddings and a Funeral, and that was a garbage, too. The Hulu show. Oh, yeah. That was really yeah, bad, yeah. too. So this is good? Are you sure? This is great. Yeah, it's about a girl in high school. Right, if I watch it, oh, I it's about it. a girl in high school who a girl in high school who lost her father, and guess who the father is? Uh-huh. It's Mohinder from Heroes. I hated him. Oh! <laughs> <gasps> He's so good in this, though. You hated the character. I hated the character Mohinder. Oh, come on. Everyone hated Mohinder. Yes, everyone hated Mohinder. But the actor, Fly. Yeah, it was so horrible. Oh, Heroes went off the rails immediately. Um, But Never Have I Ever is hilarious. It's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. It's so funny. I'm going to have a Heroes metaphor later in what we're going to talk about. Okay. Oh, fun. um, So, all right. I'll watch it. I will watch it. Okay. Um, I thought you were going to so, talk about but, a different enemies to lovers story. Did you think I was going to talk about that movie in the Groundhog Day genre? Yes. Palm Springs, a Hulu original. Palm Springs, Palm Springs, which should so be a stars, gay movie. It's weird having a straight movie called Palm Springs. I'm just throw that. I out know, there. right? <laughs> Thank you, um, Andy Samberg. It is Groundhog Day genre with a twist. Uh, well, I mean, not really with a twist. They just approach it in a unique way. Um, but who? Now, what's the actress's name again? I don't know. How about you? How I met your mother? Girl. Right. So here's the weirdest thing. I like. I have such an emotional attachment to her. Like I love her. Kristen even going Milioti. into Kristen Milioti. Ooh. Uh, even going into Palm Springs, I'm like, oh, I love this actress. And then I'm like, wait, I've seen nothing with her in. Like I've never seen How I Met Your Mother. I've never seen where she played the blonde. I can't believe something. I forgot when you mentioned the other thing. She's from USS Callister. From Black Mirror. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's why I love her. It's because she's the lead in USS Callister, one of the best Black Mirrors. Yeah. So Palm Springs immediately got my attention because it clearly starts in media res is that the right right phrase? yeah it takes like a couple yeah. scenes and you're like oh he's already in the middle oh, of living these days over he's, and over again. he's been time looping for a long for time. a long time already when we first meet him and it takes you a and sec that's to where that's where i was like oh this is different this i'm not watching this is uh, this movie has already taken me off guard and so i was very yeah. 
So I was already on board because it, it's already surpassed my expectations of what it would be. Plus, yeah, the comedy exactly. is really funny. It's really, really well funny. Really well written, really funny. So uh, the source of the time looping, that's different, I think, than we ever experienced. Yeah, there's an earthquake uh, that opens up a, a cave. Yeah, there's like a like a like a portal. Yeah, and when you go in the portal, you start looping. Yeah, you don't have to keep going in the portal. Like you go in the portal once, and then you loop, and forever. you keep looping. Yeah. So, Christine Milian—that's not her name. Because <laughs> it's Mili- the portal. Miliati. Who is Christine Milian? She's not. Sarah. She's not famous anymore. Sarah goes into the portal, and now it's about. Sarah, who just started time looping with Andy Samberg, who has been time looping for a very long time, as well as an antagonist in the form of J.K. Simmons, who once followed Andy Samberg into the cave portal and also has been time looping. Yeah. And he keeps killing Andy Samberg out of revenge. And also, it also has um, Tyler Hoechlin who's Superman and yes. Supergirl, and he's, yes. you see him topless, so that's yay. Oh. And then it has a guy named Chris Pang, who was in Crazy Rich Asians, and you see yes. him, and he's really hot, too. So there's some good eye, and then Andy Samberg, God, he's oh, sexy. He's so, hot. he's so sexy. Oh! Um, so, Never Have I Ever is narrated by, I don't want to give away who narrates it, because it's genius, except there's one episode about the other half of the enemies lovers uh-huh. uh, duet, uh, the one not who the show is about, like the the supporting character, and his episode is narrated by Andy Samberg. Oh, fun! And it's great. Um, but yeah, this Palm Springs. I was like, here we go again, another Groundhog Day, and it just was so fresh and such an interesting spin, and so funny. It's really Andy good. Samberg and is goes, so funny. And it kind of, it's because you honestly are kind of like, it's very rarely where I'm like, I really have no idea what's going to happen. And, but you're also very invested in the characters. Like the characters have, are really deep and well fleshed out. Like you, where they kind of start falling in love with each other and you're just kind of, you're rooting for them. It's just so like, yeah. hmm, yay. It was very yay. Um, it also opens with Andy Samberg uh, wanking it. Yeah. While standing up. Uh, and so that was a great scene. That That's my review. <laughs> if anything else, that's why you should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. And I'm going to add right now. Um, so, you know, I've been really enjoying this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So they have been time hopping and something bad happened. And Somebody they are now on. No, not yet. Uh, I'm, I'm sure someone will. It's a Whedon thing. They got unstuck from time and so now they're existing outside of time and their ship is in a time storm so guess what next episode's genre is guess what next episode is about the preview is quake daisy quake she keeps reliving the same day on the ship and on that day the crew gets slaughtered by a slasher killer type yes agents of shield is fucking doing happy happy death day next week. <laughs> so basically you're just going to explode into orgasm. I'm going to explode. <laughs> I'm going to explode. Well, that's amazing. Amazing. But speaking of uh, um, uh, TV and movies, um, I think we should talk about our headlining movie. Yes. 
Um, Let's. There is a movie. It's now the number one movie on Netflix. It is actually broken records, and it is the most watched movie on Netflix of all time already. And this movie? And now let's do a count of three. It's called Old, well, Gu- oh, Old Guard. The Old Guard. The Old Guard, starring Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. And let's do the a classical one, French two, actress. three, and we'll say whether we liked it or hated it, Brad. Are you ready? Yes. One, one two, two, three. Three. Loved it. it. Wait, what did you loved say? It. You loved it? I loved it. Oh, I hated it. I hated it. What is there possibly to hate about this movie? It is so badly written. It is? And so badly directed. What? It is awful. I loved it. Oh, my God. It's... I loved it. I want, like, sequels and prequels. So here's the thing. Greg Rucka, who wrote the screenplay, also wrote the comic. You have to realize when you are writing dialogue in a comic book you need to judge it from like the comic writing it doesn't that that's okay so this is the reason why everybody's loving it is because there are two main gay characters but they're great and of course they're very cute and they're hot no but i'm sorry there's a scene where the, the bad guys have been captured and they're like what are you guys, boyfriends or something? And he's like, this yeah. man, he is the moon to my son. And the blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. I, I That scene was great. My eyes and then they, were rolling back in my head. It was so cheesy uh, and badly it. written. And that just, ah, uh, uh, Brett. It, okay, so let, go ahead and start. To give a brief synopsis of the plot. So, we can so the plot <laughs> is there is a team of specialists that's called in um, for like situations that require a, an, an extra touch. And they're called the old guard. And in the beginning, you meet them. You think they're just like a team of assassins, like they're super cool, like they get the job done. Great. They get hired to extract some children who are kidnapped and they it was trapped and they get machine gun. They die. And then here comes the premise Right when the bad guys think the old guard is dead, they all, full of bullet holes, stand up, bullets pop out of their bodies. They are unkillable. They're all Hayden Panettiere from Heroes. They're all Wolverine. And... More Hayden Panettiere because they don't have claws. Or yeah, that's true. That's true. They, um, they've been around... Well, they've been around... They, like, they're activated at different times. And this movie is about them right when their leader, the oldest one who's been around for millennia, Charlize Theron, she is kind of feeling on her way out and a new old guard member springs up in the form of Niall, an African-American female American military soldier. Now, if I was writing um, this script, it should have started, she should have been the main focus, not Charlize Theron, and it should have started with her and it should have been all told through her perspective. But go on. <laughs> sure, sure. So you would have found out about them through her yes, eyes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Fine. So, so, and so then, but it turns out that uh, the evil, um, br- the evil cousin of Harry Potter <laughs> grows up. Do you know, did you recognize him? Uh, no. Who is that? No, the Dursleys. No. Who Harry Potter lives with? You've seen a Harry Potter. Oh yeah, 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 the yeah, kid. yeah. F- Fiona Shaw. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yes, Fiona Shaw's son, the fat Dursley kid. He's the, yeah. He's the crazy bad guy with the clo- eyes too close together. Oh, cool. 
he got skinny. Oh, the head of Big Pharma. Yeah. So, of course, it's yeah. that Big Pharma's trying to find these immortals so they can torture them and dissect them and, like, make cancer-saving drugs. But the Old Guard is a team of four. There's three guys in addition to Charlize Theron's Andy, who you find out is um, short for something very interesting. And J- uh, their names are Joe and Nikki, and Joe and Nikki are lovers, and they are star-crossed lovers. Uh, they met. They established that they met during the Crusades. And they killed each other, and they killed each other, and they popped up, and you know, and the rest is history. Like I heard that story, and I was like, "Give me that se- prequel." Yeah, like, give I me want their- that story. That would be more interesting. Hell yeah! And I want the story of Charlize Theron and her lesbian lover yes. in ancient times, yes. and then the story of the lesbian lover who got thrown in an iron coffin at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. All of that and Charlize is Theron way more gave up on her. So that's what I'm going to say. All of that is way more interesting. Then listening to lines like, what are you doing? I thought we were doing this to save lives, not profits. I was like, like it was. Yeah. Oh, sure. That's this is my problem. And this is and honestly, it's not the fault is Netflix. When Netflix does these movies, they blow all of their money on the stars and they do not give enough budget because I'm not even necessarily going to blame. I will blame the writing. The writing is kind of hokey, but even there's hokey writing in the Avengers and it can be done right. There is not enough budget in this movie. The shots are very bland. The fight scenes are very bland. Like if you look at Harley Quinn, the Harley Quinn movie fight scenes, and then look at these fight scenes, bland. That's what I'm saying. I thought these fight scenes were great. You watch Harley Quinn. Have you seen Harley? Watch Harley Quinn. Birds of Prey? Yeah, watch Birds of Prey and then watch this movie. No. Like, it's just not on the same level. It's just, and it's mostly because of the budget. So if this was a television show, I would probably be like, oh, this is fun. But for a movie, I just have way higher, I have way higher expectations. It just feels like it was, it it would be a better TV show than a movie. So that's what I would say. Yeah. When did you watch it? Last night. Oh, see, you watch it on a Saturday night. I watched it on a Sunday morning. I think those view- <laughs> those viewing scenarios come with a whole different set of expectations. I know. I'm sitting there with my popcorn, like, let's have fun. Yeah. But also, I'm guess like, what also was hindering me? Guess who I was watching it with? Oh, Joe, the abusive viewing partner. <laughs> my abusive boyfriend. He actually started making, we had to rewind and start making Instagram stories of how much he hated it. Oh my god! Me and Jeff, like we waked and baked, turned it on, had the best time. <laughs> yeah, I was the I was the only one that was high watching it, but I still it was the thing. My and I will say this: when we when I saw the preview though, where it showed the gay scene where he gave that speech, I even said in the previous episode, like, ooh, a little too much cheese in the cheesecake there for me. Yeah, well, that scene ended with the fact that even though Joe and Nikki were cuffed and being held hostage by four heavily armed soldiers. After they did, made the boyfriend crack and then pulled them apart while they were kissing, like they cut to them opening the van they were kidnapped and in, and Joe them. and Nikki took them all out. Like yeah. that's fucking awesome. That but was I my see takeaway. It. I, I like, see that it. was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I did want to see it. Um, but it's t- but it was clearly set up for a sequel. Oh, absolutely. But I, I mean, say, e- but for me, honestly, I feel like it, this should be a TV show. I'm I'm here for the cheesy B movie sequel. I am here for it. Give me that bitch coming out of her iron coffin, all wet, being like, being like, 
bitch. I'm crazy now. I'm crazy. You left me to drown for 500 years, you fucking no, cunt. Yeah, the writing is like they like, literally like when the um, when Niall sensed that character at the bottom of the ocean, she's like, she feels crazy now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I, I, I wasn't like bored. I wasn't bored. I loved it. I was like, I want that prequel. I want that prequel. I want that prequel. I want well, this sequel. It was a huge hit, so they're definitely going to make more of these. I dig it. Um, the other show that I'm watching that I want to bring up is Interior Design Masters. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good, and there's a guy on it who's really hot. And that's all I'll say. Okay. That's um, how I get you to watch shows. <laughs> That's all it takes for me, honestly. But that's, I will yeah. say, and that's the thing. If someone's really, really attractive, I will, I will, I will trudge through garbage. Never have I ever. Mm-hmm. It's not, but it's not garbage, but, <laughs> but that boy, that boy is hot. <sighs> okay. Well, what fun. Old guard. I say, don't bother. Brett says, watch it. Watch it. I'd say watch it. I do say watch it. I'd say watch it just to judge for yourself. I feel bad. I recommended it to my friend Steve, and I was like, you're going to love it. It's it's a little X-Men-y, because it felt a little X-Men-y to me, like very Kitty Pride Wolverine kind of shit. And he was like, will my wife like it, who I'm very good friends with too? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, did they (laughs) And like now, no, now, but now I'm like, shit, she's going to text me. She's going to be like, I hated that. (laughs) Ah... We shall see. We shall see. I will say we'll that Palm Springs, everyone, I have not met a single person that has not liked Palm Springs. I, think I love that Palm Springs. More, Everybody should love it. That is more a universe. That should have been our headlining movie. Yes. Old Guard. I love Old Guard. I love it. You shot Nikki. You shouldn't have done that. Joe and Nikki. If there I were... Also, and I will say, this is the one thing that my boyfriend also said he was good he said he said the only character development in the two gay couples is that they are gay he's like they have nothing else going on for them other than that's not true nikki was the heart and soul of the team he was the moral compass he kept telling them what to do what was right why they do what they do Mm -hmm. two lines of like we should do this it's not character development I liked it. All right, fine. I'm not going to begrudge you. You're allowed to like whatever you want, Brad. Thank you. Just as I'm allowed to hate it. Can I have some immortal gay assassins without a side of drama, please? Hello. That's all I want is drama. That's my problem is I'm obsessed with soap operas. So for me, I don't want drama. I want melodrama. I want it to turn out that the two gay people, that they were actually brothers. (laughs) It was very issue number one, I, you know, <laughs> yes, it was, yes. it was very like, which pilot. is why it's like, that would have been a good first episode of a TV show. And now here's the rest of the show. Yeah. It, like, I agree. It would make a really great, like six episode arc, you know, or three episode arc yes. on a TV show opening arc. All right. Well, we All right. It. We did it. Let's and then some. All right. Well, um, great. Guys, thank you for. If you stuck through all this. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to watch tonight, Evil Jeff? Tonight? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Everyone's been telling me to watch Dark. It's like when it's 
third or yeah me season. too maybe i should i know that's all supernatural I, um, strange thingsy for some reason my friends from chicago and i just downloaded the um friday the 13th nintendo switch game from 2017 like you can play online and up to eight people one of you is jason and the rest of you are counselors and you have to either escape or kill jason wait can you play it on like if you have your own switch you all can play the same game yeah (gasps) yeah i think i want to i've been looking for games that i can play with other people you can play with us i'll let you know when we're playing next time there's one more slot um (laughs) yeah yeah for sure and I forget reason. I forget why I'm telling you this story. Never mind. My mint julep is done. <laughs> and thus ends the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking a mint julep this whole episode, and it finally dug its claws into me. All right. Well, guys, uh, if you listened and if you liked, please uh, please subscribe to us. Please comment. Please rate us. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Please. Please interact with us. Tell us stuff to read. We we actually we well Brett will talk back to you. <laughs> I will. I have a lot of talk back. Brett will respond. In... I will. I totally will. So much going on. All right. Everybody listen. The reason we love comic books is because we're queer cuz remember if you read comics, well that makes you Queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.